yesterday was a holiday. We have Monday off. Right. So today is Tuesday, but why does it feel like I worked Monday and Tuesday? Yes. <laughs> Yet we have only worked Tuesday so far this week. My body is like, tomorrow should be Thursday. Like, I just, I can't. I don't know how that works. <laughs> no, I see for me, I feel like it should be Tuesday, but it just feels like I also worked yesterday when I did not. Yeah, I get all kinds of messed up because I'll be like, okay, it feels like Monday since we didn't work yesterday, but then tomorrow I'm going to feel like, oh my God, it should be Friday tomorrow. And it's like, no, like what is time? Yes. What is time? (laughs) A question I asked myself while I watched this movie because time seemed to stop (laughs) when I watched this movie. I never thought given the first two that I'd utter the words that I was so bored. I know. I know. I'm like extremely disappointed in this movie. So like I have less than a tiny bit of notes that I could muster because most of it was oh i mean maybe maybe they jumped the shark with the whole like evil twin situation in the second movie but i don't know they this was a big fat belly flop for me it was it was so let's get into it this is i hate it let's watch it i'm lisa and i'm dawn and we are covering the next 365 days, the third movie in the trilogy. Yes. The 365 Days trilogy. And let's just say this is intended to be a trilogy series because the books that it is based on, there's only three of them. Right. So theoretically, this should have been the last movie. And based on how it ended, I guess it's not. <laughs> Unless they pull a Twilight scenario and they break up the last book into two movies or something. Well, I have not read the book yet. I thoroughly intend to read the book because <laughs> this is one of the cases where the books that the movies we watch are based on are almost as good, if not better, than the movies in terms of their ridiculous terribleness. Mm-hmm. So these books are the worst, and I fully recommend them for somebody who just wants to be like completely baffled. But I have not read the third book yet. My feeling is that it has nothing to do with with what's gone on in the movie. Probably not. And again, I feel like the movie just phoned it in, really. <laughs> yeah. Well, because in the second book, she does get kidnapped by Nacho. But it's actually a kidnapping. She There's no voluntary, like, I'm going to go with you for a while because mm-hmm. I'm pissed off at Massimo. Nacho fully kidnaps her. And there is really no romantic situation going on there so like that was fully invented in the second movie so i don't know if it actually occurs in the third book but it's playing a much larger role in the movies than it seemed to in the books okay and also she spent all of the second book pregnant which was terrible and then at the end of the third or at the end of the second book the last few paragraphs is Massimo deciding whether he should save the baby or save Laura because she gets shot in this showdown. But like, obviously that doesn't happen in the movie. So I'm just like very <laughs> <No>. lost. <laughs> I'm not so much lost as I am just <sighs> disappointed. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I know. And the sex is not as much fun as it used to be. Either. No, it wasn't. There were two times. There were two moments. Actually, okay, I'll three and a half i'll say three and a half because Hmm. the the half is just nacho's ass his naked ass that was was a nice shot oh my god very good shot (laughs) that was nice to see enjoyed that greatly and then their little fuck session on the beach was kind of nice as well Uh, that didn't do it for me 
No, I mean, I liked the um the cuddle fucking. I thought that was kind of cute because, like, I don't think her and Massimo ever did anything like that. It seemed no. more romantic, I guess. But the other one was early on when she walks through Massimo's Yes, his meeting. meeting. Yes. This is sexual relationship goals. Like, I want to walk through a room. Like, I, I want care. to stop you in your tracks. Yes. <laughs> right. If yes. there's, like, a party, we're hosting, like, an event or something, and I'm just like, uh, I just, you know, need a word. And then you go and bang. That's that's yep. it. That's the dream. So there was that. And then also, <laughs> and this just like may say something more about like my weird kinks, but the scene where Massimo's in the club and he's snorting tons of cocaine and they're just like naked Everyone's fucking around him. Every- yes. Yes. Yeah. I was like, that was oh. pretty good too. Yeah. Oh, it's getting a little hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the moments. But like okay. in general, it was just they're banging and I'm like, all right, how much longer are we going to do yeah. this? Between the banging and the music, which... The music is the real star of this movie. It's first on the call sheet. That's all there is, is music. They get maybe two lines of dialogue, and then there's another song. Yes, and honestly, like, I forgot, because this this has been a theme. I think it, it has gotten progressively worse through the movies, but I forgot until I started watching it. I was like, oh my god, they do this, where they mm-hmm. have a scene, there's a conversation for, like, 30 seconds, and then it turns into, like, a montage of them eating or shopping or right. dancing, and there's no dialogue, there's nothing, there's just music, and it's like... <sighs> Are we watching a music video? Like what Right. That's doing? what it looks like. That's exactly <laughs> what it looks like, given where they are. I mean, they're always in a gorgeous spot. Yes. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. I loved the fake out in the beginning, though. Did you? I hated this. <laughs> no, I'm lying. Hello. I'm just oh. saying, like, sarcastically. But oh, I see. Because <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, okay, it's clearly not her. Can't be her. But also, who are we overly mourning right now? Right. And then I'm like, oh, right, the twin. And then I'm also kind of like... Right, like, are we sad about this? Are Right. Like, are we supposed <laughs> to be? Yeah. You and didn't then... even tell her you had one. Which yes. caused her to then, like, run away with somebody else. And right. now you're going to pretend that you're, like, super sad that he's gone? I don't know. Yeah, well, that was the weird thing because I... I assumed the whole tense meeting at the beginning with that rival gang mafia thing. Mm-hmm. I assumed that that was mostly about what happened to Laura. Like, right. I don't think he really cared. But he, but then he also was at his brother's grave. So that was kind of weird. It was just like, why are we here? And then the thing that really was confusing and that they obviously did to build this sort of suspense and tension was Olga trying on her wedding dress mm-hmm. and like crying basically like, oh, she should be here for this and blah blah and and like I still don't understand why she was so upset about that because Laura is allegedly recovering from this itty bitty little incision in her side that is fully healed that you could not notice yeah it was pointed out (laughs) exactly which it was and it was like why couldn't she be there for that? Right. Like the the passage of time in these movies has always been kind of hard to follow. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't know how much time has passed since she was shot, but it doesn't seem like it's that much. And but she's still like fully recovered. It's right weird. And she's always fucking horny, man. Always. Yes, and she's so. <sighs> Her and Massimo are like the worst couple ever because they. <clears throat> just they don't communicate whatsoever no. and we barely get to understand why they're even fighting in this movie i'm still not even sure what the issue was 
It's like, I know what happened, but then, like, he kept keeping it in. Yeah. But, and but hopes like, that she'd fess up to it, but then, like, you're ignoring her, just pushing her away more instead of just talking about it. I don't know what the if the problem was Nacho or if it was the baby, that she didn't tell him about the baby. I think it was a combination of the two. And I still don't know if it... It's, I mean, they made it sound like she lost the baby in the accident, so like it wasn't intentional, but at the same time, I don't know. And the she fact was like, that he didn't know and then told the brother, but then, yeah, how did the brother know? We still don't really know. That. I think, didn't she tell him, or wasn't it assumed no. that she told him to keep her alive or something like that? I don't know. I, I mean, don't, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know, but regardless, I just, I like they're the worst because they, they have these issues and they. And they just like refuse to talk about them but it's they don't we don't even see them talking about their issues to other people so we still don't really understand why they're coming apart like this especially right. Massimo like we never get a look at what's going on in his head pretty Which, much ever fine because that's normal but for her I think what bothers me is she constantly says to people why does everybody think they know what I need like she says it constantly and it's like because you don't say anything other than like you're, you don't give anybody yeah. anything so of course they're going to try to figure out what you need because you won't tell them anything yeah and can we just say she does not deserve Olga as a friend she Olga's amazing. like garbage and mm -hmm. Olga's the only person who seems to genuinely care about Laura and Laura is constantly like shitting on her and it's so rude especially when she has her like chased down by that security oh my god that was kind of funny though <laughs> I didn't understand why that was happening right why, why did she have to be locked up she wasn't overly drunk and belligerent at the club, which, and then I was thinking, was she trying to have her locks up so that she wouldn't get involved or get in the way of her meeting up with Nacho? But I didn't really think that Olga was. I didn't think stand right. I didn't think she was going to do anything about. That. Olga's a ride or die. Basically, anything Laura does, she's like all right, I may not agree with it, but I'm on board because I want you to be happy. And, and then Laura's just right. like, man, I'm going to have you locked in your room for no apparent reason. She was stranded on a fire escape for God knows how long. Like, what the hell? <laughs> oh my God, that was so funny. She's like, do you have any local beer? That was, I loved her. She's still like a little bit too goofy, honestly. I feel like she should have more of a personality besides like the drunk best friend. And yeah. we could have done that by saying, Seeing a little bit more of Domenico in this movie. Honestly, forgot that. Not that I forgot he existed. I knew he existed. But the club scene, you'd get like a glimpse of him and it could have been him. It could have not been him. I, yeah, I didn't really recognize him from the prior movie, but I just assumed that it was Domenico. So I was like, I guess we'll roll with this. That is literally like the only time. And then, then there's like a morning when they're all at breakfast. Oh, they're having there. breakfast, right. And then they're just being super awkward. They're getting married and we barely hear anything about it. No. And then wouldn't we have seen the wedding? Yeah, I don't think the wedding has happened yet. <laughs> right, know. but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's stuff that I think we would see. Yeah, right. This should be the very thin plot that's stringing everything together now it's like their wedding right uh, and that's the thing too we get all this intrigue at the beginning with the, these rival mafias and Massimo basically threatening to kill them all if they ever come back to Sicily and we just never get any more mafia stuff and I just no. feel like that would be the way to introduce more intriguing mm. storylines but all we did this movie was fuck around with this love triangle and sulk and pout and yeah 
bitch and moan. Like I <laughs> Yes. It was It was a lot of complaining. It was a lot of complaining. And you had initially warned me, you're like, I'm an hour in, there's still an hour to go and there's nothing going on. And I was like, how bad could it be? And then I turn it on and I'm like, I need a fucking nap. <laughs> but then I had a really good Demosimo dream during my nap. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll finish it. Not that I wasn't going to finish it. I mean, I, but it was well, just a matter of. You do have a history of not finishing movies. One movie. <laughs> one too many. That was one movie. Well, regardless, I was hopeful for the second half because I felt like the last movie was sort of similar in that it was slow to start. And then it was around the 45 minute hour mark where we got introduced to the evil twin and like there was shit going on. So right. I was hopeful that we were going somewhere. But all we did was go to Portugal and fuck around with Nacho and we took a random detour to Poland so she could like hang out with her family too and that was I kind of like... liked that a little bit I liked well, her why? like with her dad <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't know if it was like such a waste of time although her mother did say some very intelligent things she gave her good advice in terms of how to fix her relationships but yeah um does she listen nah nah I love how three quarters of the way down what I even wrote I wrote there's legit no plot yet there's no plot in the entire movie no nothing nothing happens except she at first she's just daydreaming about fucking Nacho that was actually a very awkward scene in the beginning where she's dreaming about Nacho going down on her and uh-huh. then Massimo is that like was actually bad. going down on her and she cannot, she cannot fake it out of there and it was like oh yeah that's not that's not great. The minute Massimo spoke she like dried up. Yeah. And yeah. it's like <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's not good. That's that's really not good. Are you team Nacho or team Massimo? <sighs> I'm team Massimo. <laughs> There's something about Nacho, the whole I'll wait for you bullshit. Nah. Yeah, I'd rather I mean, I'd rather be stalked, have a picture hung up above a mantle <laughs> of myself. Be aggressively pursued. Basically, yes. That's what I would like. Yep. Uh-huh. Be told I will kill you if you don't love me, basically. <laughs> and then I fall in love with him and he gives me the best sex I've ever had in my life. <laughs> the end. Oh, I go back and forth because they both kind of suck as people. But like physically, just based on physicality, Uh I'm team Massimo. But I do feel like Nacho is a bit more open in terms of a communicator. And he had that really great speech in the car. He like really nailed the romantic gesture of just being like, I love the way that you're... Oh, yeah. Eyes sparkle when you do this or blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, oh, see, Massimo could never say anything like that. And I'm like a big sucker for a romantic speech. So if we could just get a hybrid, that would. See, that would be nice. Although I think that's the reason why Nacho is not it for me, because. (laughs) You don't like when guys say nice things to you. (laughs) I don't believe them. That's the thing. Ah. So I'd rather them not be said at all and just go off of actions because I don't believe the words. You would believe a giant painting of your face though yeah because that's commitment that's <laughs> that's determination yeah that's a lot of things a lot of things yes mm-hmm. <laughs> okay I also kind of wanted to point out because I think you would also, if you did not notice this, would appreciate my connection that I made. In the books, Laura always refers to Massimo as the man in black, which is just kind of annoying to me. But Mm -hmm. I do notice, you know, he does wear black a lot in the movies. And then they've always really started dressing Nacho in white. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's just this very Westworld kind of it uh, is. good it and is. evil scenario. So I pulled that out and I was like, oh, Dawn probably will appreciate this too. I do. I think there was a gap that I did not take notes because nothing happened. So I'm like trying not to skip I mean, that sounds so about right. Yeah. I, I don't think it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no. What I would like to know though, in the in those montages with the, the music over top, I'm wondering what they're saying. Like, do you think they're actually talking, like, especially the one with her parents where she's like filling them in on everything that's been going oh, on. Oh, right. Do you really think she's like going through and, and explaining what's been happening with her and Massimo and her and Nacho? Or are they just babbling about bullshit and they just make it look like they're talking about this? I, I really... think they just make it look like they're talking about it because like to have a real conversation about a fake scenario when you're not even being <laughs> listened to, like when people can't even hear you i think is ridiculous right. <laughs> and also like the parents are just having these really big reactions to what she's saying like they're just like oh ah and it's like <laughs> right uh-huh. <laughs> what are you reacting to right now and then we fucked on the beach for eight hours oh tell us more darling <laughs> right exactly tell us all about your sex life she does i do forget about her whole like owning what no, no, finish your thought. I just read one of my notes and it reminded me of something that I can't believe we have not discussed yet. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about her clothing line that he bought her for Christmas. Oh my so God. So when she's like, I'm going to go and she calls up that chick that looks like her doppelganger. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. And is like, I'm coming in for a little while or whatever. And I'm like, this is a thing. This is really a thing. You're designing right. gowns. I, I And don't... now I'm remembering that weird scene where like her assistant gets fucked in the design room or something. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... <laughs> It's just like, oh, okay, I guess this is happening. But then, like, it doesn't go anywhere, so it's just kind of a weird... And I love the nonchalantness of, like, you're caught, nobody says anything. Yeah. The guy just pops off, and she's just, like, (laughs) fixes her shirt. Right, she doesn't even apologize. Yeah. Yeah, this is just how we do. Oh, my God. So the thing that I just remembered that we have not discussed yet, the dream that she has... Um, mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm. With the throttle. I I um I don't know how I feel about that. I really don't. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's the best way that this movie could end is if the three of them just live happily ever after because in I'm a polygamous okay with relationship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? But yeah, there was some man on man action that I was not expecting. Um, yeah, no, I wasn't expecting that either. I was like, okay, it's hot. They're both kissing. Okay, uh huh. And then they just stop and look at each other. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this. No, this is not what we want. Uh, yeah, it was pretty hot for a little while there. And then I was just like, oh, oh, and oh. it took a turn. Okay. Um, oh. I mean, I don't mind necessarily watching two very attractive men make out. That's not going to upset me, but uh, just unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> unexpected. Them. The two of them, of... at least. Right. Because I don't think necessarily, like, they would hook up in real life. Like, they don't seem like they would be compatible. No. But but this is her dream, so she can do whatever she wants, obviously. You know what I weirdly noticed? When they start to have that argument, it's after she was with Nacho, and Massimo ends up being at the hotel in Portugal, right? Yes, right. And then she, like, walks... First of all, it's a really nice hotel room. And she walks up to the roof, I guess, the patio, Mm -hmm. and they're talking, and he gets, like, so pissed off. You could tell they did that scene a few times. Yeah, because of the glass! The glass! (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, he smacked, he smacked the same part of the glass like a thousand <laughs> times, I can only assume. It was very distracting. It was. I agree. Because the rest I was, was like, so I just clean. And I'm like, what? Yes. Oh yeah. my God, I'm glad you, you caught that too. <laughs> I couldn't stop staring at it that whole scene. I was like, why did they why did nobody wipe this down in between takes? Oh my god. Oh, stupid. But yeah, she's extremely indecisive from this point on. Like Right. Like she she's in love with Nacho, apparently. Which, which uh... Yeah, which doesn't make sense. He just I feel like this is the kind of thing that you do when you're younger and like stupid mm-hmm. where it's just something new and different. And so it's like, oh, I'm slightly unhappy in my marriage. Let me just hang out with this guy who is the polar opposite of my husband, except he's not the polar opposite. He is also in the mafia, which I feel like needs to be <laughs> brought to Laura's attention again, because while he does seem to be a bit more communicative with her, I think she can expect a similar life and death, overprotective, yeah, tied up in all of this bullshit relationship that she has with Massimo. The only difference, though, is she would have Amelia, Nacho's sister, <laughs> who yeah. reminds me so much of Camille. Uh, yes. Yeah. Just her, like, you know, wanting to hook her up with, you know, like, just like. Yes. That kind of thing. Like that. Immediately friendly. Yes. Yep. And no talk of her child. She was pregnant the last time we started. Oh my God, you're right. (laughs) Like very pregnant. Um, Yes, you're so right. Oh my God. No babies in the club. That's for sure. Jesus. Okay. Well, (laughs) wouldn't be the first time. I honestly didn't think they were going to address the fact that Laura had been shot at all because they were just not even really talking about it. So... Yeah. I hated, you want to know what I hated so much? Because now, like, we're at the end, basically. Because she has the dream, realizes she has to make a decision, blah, blah, blah. And Olga calls her in a panic. And she's like, they're gonna kill us. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) And I I just, and then I love how she's so funny now. And Lara's like... You don't know a town. She goes, I started learning because I hated not knowing. And it's like, (laughs) you go, Olga. Like, you know your shit. Right? Like, she's so great. Right. And then, you know, they're going to kill us, whatever. So then, you know, Laura comes home. Nacho ends up being her taxi driver. Oh, totally invisible in his baseball cap, by the way. Oh, yeah. That totally makes a difference. Yep. It's very Clark Kent. (laughs) Yeah. So then she gets home and she's like, where's Massimo? And he's on the beach so she goes to the beach and there he is in all black staring into the water (laughs) and he gives her that whole speech that cliche yeah you know my father always said oh yeah if you love something let it let it go blah 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 and then he does the are you here or are you back baby girl and then silence and fade to black and i'm like what what yeah you gave us all that nonsense for no closure there's yeah. got to be yep. something. There's got to be something else. They they can't just leave it like that. They can't. And I think that it's very clear that they saw the money grab opportunity here and how popular the other movies were. And they were like, oh, well, let's just squeeze some more out of this franchise. Because as I said, there's only three books. Right. So at this point, we're just kind of like making shit up 
and we can do whatever we want. I feel like Massimo's theory here is flawed, though, because his whole, you know, if you love something, let it go. I feel like he pushed her away. It wasn't so much like a go explore and make sure that this is what you want. It was more like, I'm going to wall myself off to you and not tell you why I'm pissed off and just dead ignore you. Right, like it's a test, kind of. There's that one scene where they, like, pass each other in the Oh my god, and he, like, she knocks into him. Wait, oh my god, and then there's the other scene where he was playing tennis with that guy that we've never seen before, but is suddenly, like, everywhere in the movie, and he marches up past her, and he rips off his little tennis glove, and he slams it down on the grass, and he takes his sunglasses, and he slams those down on the grass, like, this little hissy fit, and it was, I laughed for, like, a solid 30 seconds afterwards, because it was just so stupid. (laughs) He's a child. He's a child, and, but you're right, though, we really don't, it doesn't get narrowed down for us exactly why he's upset. Is it the nacho shit or was it the not telling him about the baby thing? Yeah, I mean, I think it started with the baby thing and then obviously he was not happy about the nacho thing, but their communication sucks. That's just the... The fundamental issue here because they were bickering early on about how this was the stupid leap that they made. They were having that argument about her needing to take care of herself or whatever. And then something about she said something to him about, well, you should have told me about your twin brother. Otherwise, like none of this would have happened. He was like, oh, my twin brother. You mean the one who told me about the baby that you never told me about? And it was like, that's not a good connection there, Massimo. No. (laughs) We're talking about different things right now. But if you want to bring up that baby, then I guess go for it if you need to. So that's what made me think that like it started out about the baby and then like the nacho thing just added to it. But I, I don't understand what the... I understand why he's upset that he didn't... that she didn't tell him about the baby that's kind of not cool no especially since they were married and in love it's one thing if he had raped her or if they didn't want kids or Mm -hmm. like there was something else and she privately decided to get the abortion but she lost the baby that presumably they would have wanted to have and so i feel like not telling him that was not cool but at the same time maybe we talk about that a little bit more (laughs) yeah i mean he showed a little emotion when it came to it though he was like he said he did the whole my baby she said our baby and then it was like but then it like was so cut short like they didn't have a full yeah like we got a little bit we got a little bit and then like it just we weren't allowed to have a full-fledged conversation about it it had to be just exactly that's why it was so hard to understand why then he's suddenly kicking off doing cocaine in clubs and like letting strippers grind on him and she's like I'm gonna go fall in love with Nacho instead and it's like what is like what what (laughs) do you people even like each other at this point that's I think that was the problem with this movie is that I didn't feel like they belonged together in the way that they made you feel like that in the other movies yeah it was a weird turn this whole movie was a complete turn of events that right. I wasn't Their expecting. chemistry wasn't there anymore. No, like... She didn't really have it with Nacho either. So I think that's where everything kind of fell apart. Yeah. It probably didn't help that they definitely filmed these back to back, which we know they did. But like, mm-hmm. probably simultaneously like oh we're in this location we're gonna be filming scenes from the second and the third and we probably got a lot of scenes where they're just fucking tired and they're over yeah and it's like probably true and it's not fair because now you're not dealing with the continuity of the story because these people are fucking exhausted and even if they're not exhausted they just went from acting one way in one scene to a different way in another scene maybe like 
in the space of a couple of days, you don't have the time to kind of process and recenter and figure out how to switch around your emotions and whatever. So I hate to say it because you know I love these movies, but this movie was not good. <laughs> no, it did not land at all. It was very disappointing. It had none of the wonderful shock value that the others had mm-hmm. of just total ridiculousness going on. Nothing in this movie was really ridiculous. It was just boring. <laughs> yeah. And again, like, oh, the sex scenes. There were a couple of good ones, but even the ones that were good just felt forced. Like, it didn't feel like the yeah they wanted to or the, the sexual chemistry was there or the... Even if they were pissed at each other, it's like there's still a good roughness there that you're like, oh, this is hot. And like, I didn't feel that at all. Yeah, and I mean, yet- there's always going to be a change once the chase is over. You know, that's right. always an issue in movies and TV shows and books. Once they consummate the relationship, then it's just like, okay, well, now what? Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to kind of one up that. But I think I think they the they relied too much on the sex and the relationships in this movie without properly substantiating them because I don't need a whole lot of plot, but there was definitely more plot in the first movie (laughs) and there was definitely more plot in the second movie. This movie had nothing holding it together and that's why it was so boring because it was just Lara going back and forth between these two guys, which fine for like a five minute music video maybe, but for like a two hour movie because this movie was almost yeah, two, two hours. full hours it's too long yeah that was i mean we've said that about other movies but this was so not necessary at all yeah no. especially given there was barely any dialogue throughout the entire yeah. thing and imagine how different the movie could be if there actually was dialogue in all of those scenes where we just got music mm-hmm. <laughs> and montages. Like, imagine all of the story building that could have been done in those scenes, and we just we don't get it. We don't get any of it. I wonder, because obviously a lot of the songs are sung by him. Yes. The last one definitely was. Oh, yeah. Um, and the opening one always is, too. <laughs> Gotta start strong. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget discovering that <laughs> after the first one. And I'm like, oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> do you think like already had written the songs and they put it in? Or are they given, does he like watch a scene and that like sparks <laughs> his creativity? Him. Yeah. I honestly don't know, but I should start watching because uh, Facebook algorithms have, I guess, accurately predicted that I want to see more of this guy so they're like always showing me they're like suggested for you and it's (laughs) and it's this guy and he's like doing interviews or playing the guitar or like all of this like random stuff so I should probably just watch them and see what what he what he's all about I mean he seems to be very into music so I wouldn't be surprised if there were like some that he had already written that they use but also I think maybe he has written some specifically for the movies and the particular scene I, I would think like <laughs> as i'm watching i'm like okay we didn't get any dialogue but i guess the song's gonna speak for them sure yeah because i'm like because i have my subtitles on so not only am i listening but i'm reading it and it's like i'm reading the lyrics and i'm like well there's our answer yeah i mean they did the song <laughs> They did a lot of really good selecting of their music because I there is a lot of music, but it's always incredibly relevant to what's mm-hmm. going on. Like act like <laughs> scaringly accurate. Yeah, oh like all of this music was created for this movie, which I guess it could have been. I, otherwise, it would just take forever. I would think to find something that matches so perfectly. Right. But you mentioning the subtitles.
subtitles reminds me. I mean, did you notice the subtitles were like a little bit overly detailed in this movie? (laughs) I didn't. I need an example. Well, I wrote one down because it had happened many times before this, but this was the first one I was like, okay, I need to write this down. (laughs) There was one caption. It was like morning doves calling. Like the specific bird. Right, right. Calling instead of chirping. Like it was a lot of. Yes, I did. I don't. Very specific, but there was, yes. Very specific subtitles. And then there was almost narration occurring. So it would be like Nacho grunts um, uncomfortably or something. Yeah. Like they, they would put like adjectives or adverbs in there to be like, hey, this is the emotions they're feeling. And, ex- and tell you the exact person, not like yeah. you're hearing yeah. it in general. No, Nacho's doing it or Massimo's doing it. Like, <laughs> Like, yeah, okay. it was um it was like very detailed in a way that I felt like the other movies were not. And also I felt like their English was not so good in this movie. And I was trying to remember yeah. how, how much English they spoke in the prior movies. The first one was a lot more. And then remember in the second one we like noticed they were doing a lot more Polish. Yes. And we which were is fine. This- yeah. But the English was not so great in this movie, which is weird because I do remember that they had more English in the first movie. And I don't remember it being the pronunciation and the delivery of those lines being right. so <laughs> what has happened here so i don't know if they're just out of practice or something but or maybe they were rushed or tired <laughs> anything that could be too. true anything could be true i think that's kind of all i have yeah i think me too <laughs> i have jesus a man like massimo should not have to masturbate alone in a shower because that no. was upsetting to me that was very upsetting <laughs> Like, oh my um, god. I mean, if you needed help, you just have to ask. <laughs> yeah. Good god. Yeah, I was upset. Yeah. Overall. Yeah, same. Very disappointed. They haven't made any announcements about whether or not there's going to be a subsequent movie. I'm assuming that there is because they can't there, there has they, to be. They can't leave us like this. No. And I am very excited to read the third book just to kind of see if any of this lines up. Um, I'm like not really expecting it to, but. So far, there's like no trivia on this, so I can't even tell you. I remember seeing in the week after that the movie came out uh, that people were like upset about the ending. Mm. So now I understand why. (laughs) Yeah, I kept seeing like all the articles that were like, you know, that ending explained. And I'm like, okay, well, they didn't really explain anything. No. And I sent that one to you where it was like, please make it stop. Yeah. And and so when I sent that to you, I was thinking to myself, I was like, make the genre of erotica stop or but like this was supposed to be the last movie. So I was confused as to why they would need encouragement to stop. But I guess it's because they're going to milk a fourth movie out of this. They have to. And it better be good. It better be good. I'm going to be really upset if this if it's another one like this. Because it's one thing to leave it on a cliffhanger. But when you leave it on a cliffhanger after such a boring two hours, it's like, yeah. And it's a true blood cliffhanger because, you know, we're going to come back in the fourth movie. She's going to answer that question immediately. And it's going to be like, okay. Thanks. Now what? Thanks for making us wait a year to find out yes or no. Right. <laughs> oh, he's so hot, though. I know. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 oh, getting hot in here again. Woo, gotta put that AC back on. Yep. Summer's not over yet. No, it's not. But September has begun. 
September has begun. Yeah. Welcome to September and our September movie lineup. We only hope it gets better from here. Next week we have Teeth. Another sexy movie. <laughs> I cannot wait. Get you in the mood. And then after that we have, again, Some... forgive me for this title. Yeah, something it's about an called... elevator. <laughs> It's called Into the Dark Down. So it was a series of movies that Hulu did two years ago, three years ago, for like Halloween. So it's like a, so it's considered a series, but it's not. It's just movies in this category called Into the Dark. So so it's called Down and it involves an elevator. (laughs) That's all I know. (laughs) And I wouldn't consider it really a Halloween movie, but. Well, good, because it's not Halloween time yet. No, but just given it's oh, it what was they marketed series, as, yeah. I was like, no, this isn't scary like that. It just mm-hmm. it's awful. So yeah, that's what we have coming up. We do have another announcement coming up that we have yet to figure out when we're going to announce it. <laughs> Ooh, even but, more suspense. I know, right? But I am really excited to... We're um, announcing that we're going to make an announcement. Yes. We don't know <laughs> yet. <laughs> I'm very excited about it. And I think it'll be a fun addition to what we're already doing. You guys obviously know where to find us. Twitter, Instagram, the website. Don't forget about merch. Don't forget to treat us to a cocktail. All of that is in our bio. Do you have anything else to add? No, I have nothing else to add about this. <laughs> about any of this. <laughs> well, then we will see you next time. Bye.